like, oh, Nigga said, all these school shootings, where the fuck the ROTC be at? <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> yo. 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 I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a champion. I'm so cold-blooded. I'm so cold-blooded. What's up, everybody? This is the Saratobi Sports Podcast, episode 111, coming to you live from Long Island, Baldwin, Long Island, to be more specific, at Regrown Recordings Studio. You better get pop smoke. Here in the U.S. of A. What's the zip code here, Matt? Can you stop? One, one, five. <laughs> Matt has a business he has to advertise. I'm about to say. I'm about to say. Come on, man. I'm just, I'm just trying to help somebody that's helping us. This is hey, crazy. Next week when we have a four person in here, nobody know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got the GPS coordinates too. There you go. Oh, man. Hey, man. Look. If, if you if you pay if you hit the MAGA flag, you've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! But as always, this is great. See, this—that's how you bring in a show. Damn it! To my right, a man that needs some introduction. He's currently wearing a red Rugrats hoodie with blonde hair, a beard that flows like a majestic mane. I'm talking about Dijon Mustard, John Mutu. Everybody. Hey guys, how's it going? Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, yeah. Looking forward to the performance tonight. <laughs> All right. And to my other right, a man that's not as soft-spoken, not wearing a red Rugrats hat, but instead, he walks with a cane, not because he needs to, but because he has to. Actually, did I get that wrong? You did. I, I did. You messed up your own trope. I did. It's okay. But you know why? It's okay? Because it's my trope. Anyway, the deacon of demon time, Mr. Worldwide West. It's the way you're, th- like... Holding this whiskey like, like it's in a, a glass. Yep. With like a stone in it. Yep. And just out here when like it's a not stone. this stone. Yeah, like a whiskey stone. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Like it's not this fucking plastic cup. Shout <laughs> yeah. out to Stone. Never forget. It's <laughs> a stone. Yeah, met a motherfucker named Stone who played on the Harvard football team. Jesus fucking Christ. He was Christ. built like that door. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Mm-hmm. Kind of going against the whole soft spoken intro I just said, but okay, whatever. And to my far right. A man that also needs no introduction because I already introduced him technically earlier. But the gabagool himself, Greg Postovich, Matt Barba. Top of the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Top of the morning indeed, even though we are recording this at nighttime. We are not the Waynes. <sighs> but you know what? This is a good day. I, I I enjoy coming here. I enjoy drinking the brews with the boys, even though, well, I mean, we're actually drinking a whole bunch of, we're drinking three different things. I'm drinking a Blue Moon. John's out here with the Canada Dry. Mm-hmm. Miles has his drink in his cup. You know, he's drinking something dark. You know, as John mentioned earlier, he was holding the glass a, a weird way. Uh, he, I swear, Miles thinks he's a uh, 1950s L.A. noir detective. Um, you oh, know. Miles Kirko Bangros. <laughs> Wow. Did you say what? Kirko Bang Bros. Oh, that's wild. Uh, that's a bar, though. I like that. Oh, my goodness. You like that? I do. 
Oh boy. You like that? <laughs> we'll get we'll get to him later. Kirk's. Kirk's. We'll get to him later because he was wilding. He was wild on the sideline this week. Oh boy. But you know what? We start off with the uh the baloncestos, the basketballs, if you are not fluent in Spanish. Uh we're currently watching basketball right now. Mavericks preseason, even though I don't know why. Um But yeah. Big headlines this week. Mostly affecting me. <laughs> um mostly. Mm. If you haven't heard already, the Kyrie Irvings is not going to be playing basketball this season. Well, at least until further notice, until he gets vaxxed. Uh, but it doesn't look like he is. And yeah, so this is what we're going to talk about today. So yeah. Um, that was a really quick turnaround. Yeah. And um, how fast the headlines went, not the whole process. But from it how it quickly is. it went to uh, KD and Harden meeting with upper management to discuss Kyrie. After it was like, he straight up can't play to if he can't practice and be with us for everything he's just not gonna be with us at all to he's the the nets are not looking to sign up for an extension uh yeah so that headline too <clears throat> yeah that was pretty quick yeah. but i mean at this point it's hard to say it wasn't expected like if you're the nets in this situation i mean what you just hope things change like it doesn't look like COVID's gonna end anytime soon <laughs> so it's either you hope that it's a government mandated vaccine or he just decides to come around. Like one thing Kyrie's not gonna do is uh budge. Yeah, it's <laughs> a good way to put it. Yeah, but um, um yeah. I mean honestly, if it, I honestly doubt um there's, there's gonna be any like government involvement with Agreed. any vac- vaccine related thing. You already see how divided America is on on that whole co- topic, but we're not really here to discuss that. It's more or less like. It, it just it's just always something with the Nets, you know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, they were trying to pursue a championship last year. Obviously, they were all healthy. They couldn't all stay on the court at the same time, and it just seemed like the stars just didn't align in that regard. And now it's like... The East our, is open again. And now, yeah, basically. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say open. Uh, stay open. I, I still think that the Nets have to be the favorite with Harden and KD, but yeah, at the same time... Um, but with with, Ky- with 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 Ky- with Kyrie, they were they were unstoppable, and Kyrie not being a part of the team, it just makes it so like, all right, no extension, like 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 they're not looking to ex- to to resign him. Um, him not being there, he's an integral part, regardless of what you say about the man. You know, he can hoop. I it's just I don't I don't I don't get it. Yeah, I mean I, it, I don't know if it's a religious thing. I guess it is a religious thing, but but. Mm. Uh, so I've um the the point that I'm bringing up is uh Jamel Hill was talking about this the other day when Andrew Wiggins was over here bitching and moaning about how I got bullied into taking the vaccine. No, you wanted to play basketball and get a check, so that's why you had to take the vaccine. Um, but she was talking about how he was saying he wants to do natural stuff and stuff like that. Now Kyrie hasn't been. I don't think he's been noticing stuff like that. But uh, it's one of those things where it's like you say that, but and this is the point Jamel Hill made. If he tweaks his knee and needs to go get a cortisone shot in the back, he's not going to be in the back like, what is it that you're injecting into my knee that's going to make it feel better so I can play? And the reason why he was he was said of being worried about the vaccine was from a negative reaction to Tylenol. So, um, again, if it's religious reasons, cool. Um, y'all know how I feel about that anyway with the uh, the Hasidic Jews and their vaccine stuff. Yeah. Um, But... As we discussed before with the activism stuff and when Kyrie needed to take mental health days and all this stuff like that, he's said before he's comfortable walking away from basketball. 
And he is a great player, and it's one of those things that, like, I personally feel like in team sports, um, and one of my clients brought it up as well. He's like, you're playing golf, you're playing tennis. Do sure. Take, do whatever you want. But if, like, this is a team sport, and now you're putting yourself in a situation where you're either not playing home games or you're, what, you're going to wait for something else to happen, like either the NBA mandate something or something like that, which isn't going to happen either, and then you're messing up your team's chemistry, now you're messing up rotations, you're doing all these things for people who have been busting their ass all season. Um. And it's a shame because he is such a good player. Right. But you're at the point where it's like, do you? And that's the thing. He's He has a resume that if he walked away, no one's going to question that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at like the end of the day, we yeah. all know that the man can hoop. It's just like yeah. everybody is Arguably kinda, the greatest ball handler of all time. Yeah. That's, like, has his ring. You know, it is what it is. Honestly, I mean... I, I hope this is not the last time that we see Kyrie Irving in a Nets uniform. <laughs> really, because I just noticed that yeah, this nigga, this nigga, Nets uniform. Well, yeah, that's what just I'm saying. Just because, you know, super team. Well, well, right, but at the same time, it's just like I know how good this man has been throughout his career, and I think he receives a lot of slander for a lot of different shit. And the vaccine, fine, whatever y'all feel about it, is how y'all feel about it. But I, I just don't think, and this is just my, my, my thoughts on the vaccine in general, like. When it comes to y'all, y'all bread, like why, like oh my goodness, there's so many people in the world that would just take advantage of this this opportunity that y'all have to play in this league that is like probably the most competitive to to even get into, and it's ah uh, yeah. I, I just I, I just can't really rationalize it. But it's not for me to rationalize because it's how Kyrie feels and you know what? He's entitled to feeling how he does. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I couldn't imagine really how Nets fans feel about it, you know, especially because it seems like since Kyrie has put on a Nets uniform, don't <laughs> worry, I'm about to tag you in, bro. I'm literally about to tag you in. You know, since Kyrie's put on a Nets uniform, you know, it just seems like there's always been some form of controversy around him, whether it's from the media, whether it's from himself, like I don't know. Controversy or not playing. Well, it's everything else but his performance on the court that's I, getting talked about. Yep. And then that's that's kind of that, you know, because this is what this would have been his third season as a net. And yeah, I don't I don't I don't know. JT, what do you what are your what are your thoughts? All right. All right. Strap in, boys. As the uh, resident net fan of the uh, pod, uh, you know, I've had to deal with this, you know, for the past few weeks. So <laughs> let's break it down from the beginning. By 70. That's crazy. I'm sorry, but just you're 70 not sorry. Is, it's okay. It's ridiculous. It's okay. I mean, it's preseason, John. Still seventy. No, it's preseason. Seventy. It's preseason. When Niggas, has that ever happened? Niggas don't care. I'm pretty sure we can find a time in in the in, past in, ten in, years in NBA history. Why they gotta be ten years? It happens before. Motherfuckers wasn't even scoring that much before anyway. <laughs> like, come on. All right. I'm sorry. Oh, on, I'll move the mic away from me. <laughs> Oh boy! But anyways, yeah, the Kyrie situation—it's a—it's uh, an interesting one, and it's definitely divided. I think a lot of play—not players, um, a lot of fans, like within the fan base, especially on Twitter. Um, I pride myself in being as impartial as I can with a lot of things. You know, you have a—we have a lot of reactionary fans. We have a lot of fans that are pro Kyrie. You know, and it's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's hard to before all this, like the over the like before the things of the past like three or four days happened. It was more of a case of, all right, how do you be pro Kyrie and pro and pro Vax, right? It's like that's that struggle, right? Me, I always thought I, me personally, I thought, all right, just 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 get vaxxed, you know what I'm saying? Him, but this is where Kyrie messed up, right? And I don't know if you guys read the Shams article that dropped uh, this week, kind of explaining or giving more insight in the situation, right? According to the article, right, Kyrie is not anti-vax, which, if if that is true, it's a little bit more comforting. 
you know. But at the same time, he in the article it also said he has no plans of getting vax and that he wants to be a voice for the voiceless. So here's the thing, right? Kyrie Irving, as you know, I've defended him on this podcast for things that he has been unjustly criticized for. He's a great humanitarian. He is a phenomenal basketball player. He does so, so many good things, not only for the community, for the WNBA, et cetera, et cetera. A philanthropist. A philanthropist, if you will. That being said, you can also criticize people that do good. Like, just because somebody does does. 1200 good things doesn't mean that you can't criticize them for the one thing that they do do wrong you know and in this situation i think Kyrie is wrong for this on media day he said he, he wasn't there because he wasn't vaxxed right at barclay center and on the zoom call he said you know respect my privacy blah 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 and then on his instagram live he said everything will come out in due time right okay cool why is it that if you're saying everything will come out in due time and you want to, you know, don't want to bring drama and all this other stuff, right? If you want to be a voice for the voiceless, as the Shams article said, why have you not said anything since media day publicly, right? Because in the, in, the, in, the, in the article, it says Kyrie is sitting out because he's supporting the people that have lost jobs or can't go to work because they're being forced to take the vaccine. It's like, all right, fine. If that's the case, that should come from Kyrie Irving's mouth, not him leaking it to Shams to have it sent through an article in The Athletic, right? That, that, that message needs to come from you because we see time and time again, the message always gets mixed up. The narrative gets messed up when it's not said specifically from the horse's mouth, right? So that's where it is. So Kyrie is choosing to be a martyr for this, which is like I said, it's fine. If his personal choice, he doesn't want to get vaxxed, fine. Whatever. These are the consequences to those actions, right? If you want to be a martyr, fine. But he should have said that from the beginning. That if this was the case, instead of having this drag on from media day, which was what, almost two and a half weeks ago, right? Up until now. If that was the case, you want to be a martyr, then you should have done that. So then everybody would have known what your prerogative was and nobody would be questioning every single day, is Kyrie going to get vaxxed? Is he going to be playing home games? Is he only going to be playing away games? And putting your teammates in, a, in an awful situation, right? That's really what it comes down to. So as a Nets fan, it's upsetting what happened, like this Kyrie situation. But also at the same time, you have to look at the positives that the Nets are still a finals contending team. I don't know why this whole doom and gloom like situation, like, you know, is, is, is upon people. Like, oh, the Nets this and that's that. I'm like, well, they still have arguably the best duo in the NBA in Kevin Durant and James Harden, you know, went healthy. Um, their roster is significantly better than it was last season with the additions of Paul Millsap and Patty Mills. You get LaMarcus Aldridge back. You get DeAndre Bembry, who's a very, very good perimeter defender. You get Javon Carter, who's a very good defender, right? You got a, a, a an absolute bucket in Cam Thomas, right? So the, the team is going to be all right. All right. In terms of Kyrie Irving, it's hard because, you know, you support the guy. He's a great basketball player, great philanthropist, but he fucked up in this situation. And it's fair to say that he fucked up because all he had to do was say what he wanted. Right. Say exactly where his stance was and what he is, because as we know, like back back when the bubble was happening, he said he has no problem stepping away. Right. Which is cool. If you have no problem, then say that. Don't leave everybody in the dark. And that's where Kyrie Irving messed up. Do I hate him for that? No. It's annoying, but I'm not going to be like, oh my God, it's like he's a terrible person, blah, 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 blah. Like, it is what it is. The Nets handle this. 
I, I don't think the Nets could have handled this any better, to be honest. You know, management stepped in. They shielded the players from all these questions and things like that. So The players had to have been involved, though, in terms of, like, management decisions. Uh, to an extent. To an extent. Like, because I think uh, just talking to Harden and Yeah, because KD, Harden was, like, that's pretty much Harden and KD were, were right. taught, they, management talked to them. Yeah. Like, they, they, you know, talked to them, but the decision did not come with Kevin Durant and James Harden. Of course mm-hmm. not. But it they was, were, it they was were, come from, you know, um, yeah, uh, uh, Sean Marks and jo- uh, Josiah. Right, of so, course. Yeah. But I'm saying like they definitely had to be in those conversations. Oh yeah, no, they yeah. There yeah, was yeah, there, there was yeah. like if they went into the locker room and was like, "Y'all want him back?" If the motherfucker said yes, they weren't gonna be like, "All right, we're gonna move on," you know. But I think it's one of those things where like I think it was the right thing for the Nets to put their foot down, draw the line in the sand, and say, yeah. "Yo, if you're you're not gonna I, like like selfishly, I would love to have even if Kyrie can't play." At home, right? Selfishly, 41 games of Kyrie is better than zero games of Kyrie, right? But I don't, I respect the Nets for putting the line in the sand. It's like, we don't want a part-time player, you know. We want somebody that's going to be here for the long haul. And if you're healthy and capable, do it. Now, in the grand scheme of things, is this, the only reason why this is a problem is obviously because of the New York City mandate, you know. You know, if, 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 if the Nets played in, still played in Jersey, you know, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Nobody would give a shit. <laughs> You know, because we Blame know Jay-Z. exactly right. Like we know that uh, the oh, what is ninety six percent of the league is vaxxed right now, which means four percent. We already know exactly one person who was anti, not anti vax, but isn't vaxxed, which is Bradley Beal. Right. But Bradley Beal has no problems playing because he's in Washington. He's in so, Washington. It's, it's a shame because I, I, so, you know I was still on board on the maps trading for him, and now I'm like, let's yeah. not. So so it it is what it is. It's not like if if the Nets didn't play in Brooklyn, this would be a non story. But because they do, and it is, hey, so. It is a very, it's a selfish move in the fact that I don't really don't want to use the word selfish, but it's, it's a selfish mood in, move in the fact that if he was going to do stand for a cause, right, he should have let his teammates know, his organization know beforehand so that nobody's left in the dark about it. Nobody's answering questions like, hey, guys, I feel really strongly about this. I'm going to sit out, you know, and this is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, this and this you know, in my spare time to help, you know, give a voice to the voiceless, as he says. And I think that'd be, that'd go a lot further than him basically being, going zero dark 30 on everything for the past, you know, two weeks. It's one of those things where it's like, if you say, like, especially Kyrie, it's like, dude, you say everything with your chest, and now this is the one thing you don't want to say with your chest Bingo. that affects your teammates. Well, Bingo. More, more or less, I mean, he's a dude that, and he's even said and been on the record saying, I want my my privacy to be respected. And I mean, like, all right, like, we knew it. We're, we we've been on the record saying like all right like nigga like we're gonna know if you're not vaccinated Hence, and we and we knew right that when that first preseason game against the Bucks all right Kyrie Irving is not vaxxed. then the question became is he gonna be there for the home opener against the Hornets you know but it's still leaving the question in the air which is the a real annoying part so you know it's like I said respect the privacy everything like that but if this. This is not the hill I expected Kyrie Irving to die on, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, I would, if you would have asked me, like, all right, if Kyrie Irving is going to set out a year of basketball, retire from basketball for a cause, I think, oh, something to do with Native Americans, something to do with Black Lives Matter, something to do with police brutality, systematic racism, something, right? Vaccinations is at the absolute last thing I'd have thought Kyrie Irving would die on the hill for, and especially considering if it is true that he's anti, not anti. Especially considering if he is pro vaccine, to also do this, I, I that's just yeah, it just doesn't make sense to me. Jamal, it's, 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 <laughs> another point Jamal made was like 
for him to say like you're gonna give voice to a voiceless if he's talking about his own communities, COVID ripped through the Native American and Black communities. Yep. So it's one of those things where it's like, who is the voiceless you're talking about? Because last I checked, anti-vax people are pretty fucking loud. So and if you're gonna say this again, we've been we've been especially on this podcast, we have been behind basically all of Kyrie's activism. Yep. I don't think there's anything yep. that Kyrie did outside of basketball up until this point that we were like, nah, like we're not with it. We were yeah. behind that. We're behind him talking about this mental health shit, both after Kobe and then after everything that went on with George Floyd and everything like that. Um, we've been here. So now for, like you said, for this to be the thing, and then also because we don't know any details, it just, it talk about, like I'm. he can say he doesn't care about his legacy, all his want, that's fine, but it's like, if you're just someone who enjoys basketball, you're sitting here like, all right, now we're taking you away from someone who, contributed a lot to the game and still can and also do so much more but it's like what what is the play here that's like that and that's honestly what it is right so who is the voiceless and and you know what happens the 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 worst thing that happens in this situation like this when he doesn't get in front of the narrative and he doesn't say it with the with himself and he's saying he's it's going to be a a voice for the voiceless look who latches then latches on to you as an ally right Mm -hmm. you're seeing ted cruz Tweet in support of Kyrie. Donald Trump Jr. tweeting in support of him, right? You have all these Republican right wing, you know, and, 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 you know, all all these people that are so anti what Kyrie has been about from the, for the up, like for the past few years. And now they're piggybacking off of him and using him as a tool to further an agenda. And and there's no way you can tell me Kyrie does not, you know, see that as a negative thing. So, that, that's that's what's the real confusing thing is you're seeing if you want to be a voice for this is fine but look who look 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 the audience and look who the characters you're playing into when you're talking about the voiceless because i don't know there's a lot of them a lot of them anti-vax people you know and the people that are opposed to to getting the vaccines to go to work mm-hmm. seem to have a pretty big voice that's that's sure. i mean we know we know how it is especially like you know with like spe- speaking with the media and shit and honestly i Kyrie got to do a better job, and I, and since he's been in in New York, and I don't know if it's because of the whole New York media thing, and I don't know what exactly it is, but it just seems as if since he's gotten here, he just don't know how to speak to the media, and the media is maybe because he's getting so much media coverage now, like it's it's been tough, it's been tough on him. But you would think he kind of you know would be kind of used to it because right, he starts his career right. Not a lot of media coverage. Then LeBron comes there, right? So whenever, wherever LeBron is, that's where all the media coverage is going to be all the time, right? Mm-hmm. So you get used to that. Then he goes to Boston. Boston's a pretty big size media, you know, market, I would right? Say so I think I think is what top five at least in terms of sports markets. I would say so. So yeah. it's not yeah. yeah, it's not like he's it's been in like OKC, New York, Philly, LA, yeah. Boston. You know, you have Chicago up there, Chicago. Miami. Yeah. You know, it's not like he's been in, you know, Indiana or OKC his entire career and randomly came here. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been in the spotlight before. And I he think, grew up in Jersey, so it yeah. gives you a little bit of a... I, I think it's just it's the case of he's he's never shied away from speaking with his, you know, speaking with his chest on things he cares about. So why is this... He cares that much about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is this the thing that you're suddenly quiet about, but you're also taking time away from the game to do? It just doesn't make... It just doesn't make any sense. But like I said... Don't hate the guy. It is what it is. You can't cry over spilled milk. Um, this is more than spilled milk, though. Uh, look, look. I, yeah, I, I, I think this is more than spilled. Milk. I think it's. Yeah. I think it's look, more than spilled. Milk. I mean, it's. It, I'm sorry. I'm talking about favorites, it, but you got to think. Like, and my thing is, not only is you're doing it from a basketball perspective. Like I said, the East is more open with Kyrie not playing than it is with him playing. And the other thing is that, like, like that team aspect. 
Like, I'm sure there was a lot of people who signed going, we have KD, Kyrie, and Harden. Sign me up for a ring. I'm going to bust my ass to make sure I get this ring. It should be relatively easy or easier than if I was somewhere else. So now you got all these people who's out here like, this wasn't really what I signed up for. Who's all these people? I mean, like... Generally, you got to think, like, even though you have... Katie Harden, again, it's people who have not been fucking healthy, so now you're doing two people that haven't been healthy. Three people, it's like, all right, there's what are the chances all three of them are going to be hurt at one time? But two people, it makes it a little more to be like, all right, this will end up like the fucking, the, the Rockets Harden's last year. Yeah, nah. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, I feel like this whole Kyrie shit is just so ass to me. Like, yeah. everything about it just doesn't sit well. I mean, I get it. Like, he does, he did what he did for his own personal reasons. But at the same time, it's like, you you, you put it perfectly. Like, yeah, he had this poorly. He had, the thing about Kyrie is that he has a chance. When you have that platform and when you're that big of a superstar, you have the chance to control the narrative about what is said about you. Yep. And I think that with everything that has happened since he's came to New York, he's just lacked severely in terms of getting in front of anything, which is why the media is on his ass about everything. And it's, and it's very simple for him to do it. Like that's like all he like he doesn't even have to be a long winded anything. He could post a, a a statement and just say, "Hey, I'm doing this, this, and this," and that's fine, right? Because least going to respect it or they not. Like it is exactly, it is. but at least it's coming from you, not from the words of a reporter. Yeah, and that's because who even knows? Like, all right, whatever. That the whole Shams report came out. I don't even know to what extent. Like, how am I supposed to believe that? And then you cross-reference that with the whole Matt Sullivan thing piece from a few weeks ago yeah. where his aunt was on the record saying some things who was the, who was the, was the president of his like foundation. So it's like, all right, right. well, who, who do we believe in? Because that article was saying Kyrie was talking about, you know, some like, you know, crazy anti-vax, you know, devil stuff, right? right. So that's, that's the real problem in this is that you don't get out in front of the narrative. So then the story takes on a, a mind of its own, right. you know, and now... The train is up the station. Now we're now we're in the situation. I, why, it, doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Because why why are you going to report anything to Sham? Sham's going to tell us. Sham's going to tell us before you tell anybody but that, else. But that's the thing. Why are you leaking in general? If this is what if this is your stance, you say that. Say don't have it from. leaked to through through the media. All right. Don't don't do that. This is your chance to get it on like get it on the record. This is what you're doing and you're sticking to it. Fine. But now you still have people at, you know, wondering, all right, well, how much truth is there to this, right? So, I will say though, and from a Nets fan perspective, you know, I've talked to other Nets fans about this. Look, this is the best this is the best roster this team has ever had in its team history, right? Like that's why like when I say I'm not crying over spilled milk, that's it's because Kyrie with the Nets, yes, the Nets are clear-cut favorites for the title, but with KD and Harden, you're still a t- you're still a championship caliber roster. Uh, you know, I understand the injury history between both of them. I get it, but at the end of the day, you can only control what you can control as a fan, which is absolutely nothing. Um, and so, instead of crying over the fact that Kyrie isn't here, I'll just focus on the fact that you know, look, you still have two of arguably the greatest basketball players of our generation, coupled with a tremendous. Uh, you know, tr- tremendous de- Exactly. You know, you got Patty Mills, Paul Millsap, LaMarcus Aldridge, you got Cam Thomas, Bembry, Javon is Carter. Blake Griffin not still there? Blake Griffin is still there, too. And Nick Claxton. Right? So there's a lot. Jo- and jumping yeah. Joe Harris. Joey and, Buckets. Uh, you still know. got Brown? Of course. The 6'4 center god himself. Yeah. So, like I said, it's the Kyrie situation aside, Nets fans shouldn't be panicking. I mean, these niggas are going to, even if they load manage, they the roster's still good enough to get to at least 50 wins. So, it is what it is. And that's that. Kyrie's a good guy, but this time he fucked up. You know, it is. 
And it's not, and we're not, and I don't think we should turn our backs on Kyrie either. It, yeah. He just, you know, it's one of those things where you tell your boy, "Yo, dog, you fucked up," <laughs> and, and, and you Honestly. keep and you keep it moving. Yeah, and I'm. It's 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 funny that you said. You know, he's somebody that you shouldn't turn your back on because there are people that we should be turning our backs on. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Who might those people be? You know, ah uh, man, oof. Um, so, <laughs> oof. Now, Old now, Jonathan the, Gruden. Yeah. Can I can I also just really yeah. quick before you get into this? Ex Raiders coach got John Gruden. Do you know who Ex Buccaneers Ring of Honor? You know who John needs Gruden. to send Kyrie Irving a thank you note? Who? John Gruden. Absolutely. Because John Gruden slid so far under the radar because John of the Kyrie David Irving <laughs> news. It's like even like you listening to a lot like because obviously for those that's not from New York that's listening we live in New York so we get to see like all of the bullshit that goes down. The lead story on Friday, uh, well, not Friday, uh, a couple days ago, it wasn't John Gruden on anywhere. The lead story on Tuesday morning was not John Gruden. It was, which Kyrie, it was, Ky- it was Kyrie Irving everywhere. Michael Kay, Cardin and Roberts, Moose and Maggie, everybody. Sounds racist a little bit, but okay. I mean, whatever. A little bit. The racist like John Gruden? Yes, <laughs> racist like John Gruden. Hey, look, look, I'm just saying, I, just saying, just saying. Why is it that the most popular sport in America, which is football, and arguably the most popular head coach in football, John Gruden, slides under the radar after being fired because he was saying not only racist things, well, but homophobic and misogynistic things as well. Well, hold on, hold I'm on, hold on. Really I, fuck with that well, man. Anyway, I'm not going to hold you. Well, hold on. Hold oh, you on. wasn't a Gruden grinder? I was not a Gruden grinder. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on, hold on. He didn't really get fired for saying racist. Things. No, he got <laughs> fired after the misogynistic. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, and the homophobic stuff. Yes. So I remember a, a day before, later. So I remember before what I was saying, Dave Chappelle made Dave some Chappelle points. Mm-hmm. He made some points. I also don't. I also feel like with before the rest came out, because the rest came out after the game. Uh, it came out during the game. Yeah, during the. It came out during Monday Night Football, like right before. No, 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 the Raiders game. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. So he lost the locker yeah. room. Before the rest, because the initial out. emails did come out before the Sunday yeah. game. And yes. how did the Raiders play? Motherfuckers ruined my parlay. That's well, how they played. <laughs> they, so they, they he lost the locker room mm-hmm. before the rest came out. So I think it would have been a matter of time, regardless. It's the same shit where it's like, remember how we were like, Drew Brees lost that motherfucker locker room. Now imagine it's your coach saying worse, more direct things. So my thing is, regardless, he lost the motherfucker. But did you see this? This the switch up, like I. I I, I see I see what you're saying, John. I think it, it, in time he probably would have been, but I think yeah, the process think it, was it, it expedited. This it, process absolutely. was definitely expedited because look how even like Stephen A. responded from what was it that Monday to mm-hmm. the Tuesday, right? The Monday he was like, "Oh well, you know, I don't think John Gruden should be fired because this was all said back when he wasn't the Raiders coach." But Tuesday morning, it's. Oh yeah, John Gruden's never gonna work here again. It's like what changed? What you the know only what thing changed? That changed was the you, fact that new emails came out and it was because of this. Do you guys you feel know. like if Carl Nassib wasn't on the team, it would have been as bad? No, I, feel like I think it, it played a role, definitely. Nah, I I don't think it, I think I don't think Carl Nassib being on the team played a role. I mean, I, I think you talk about profile and who's high profile, you think like John Gruden is Carl Nassib is a great player, but I don't think that's what really had to do with it. He called Goodell a F word, bro. I mean, so I mean, you said what? Everyone does it. I mean, yeah, everybody does that. But on but on the record, and you can't and you can't fire a coach for calling the commissioner a name. (laughs) Well, you use the slur. Who says he can't? Who says he can't? I'm about to say. (laughs) What just happened? So how about this? In my head, when you said f word, I was thinking fuck. 
And I was like, <laughs> no, John. the six letter one, the six John. Letter, there you go. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, may, 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 hey, so maybe it was, maybe it was, uh, what do you call it? Maybe it was Goodell. Maybe he was like, hey, you ain't gonna tell, you ain't gonna talk to me like that. Get this nigga out of here. Facts. <laughs> if it was a player, he would have called it a day. <laughs> like, hey, but no, but I think, I think also, I, this is why I will say Carl Nassib played not, not as big of a role, obviously, but I think a small role, right? Because of how it was paraded around the NFL when he first came out, right? Mm-hmm. And how... He was a role it, player. He, he It was a great big deal. And like, all right, you know, he's a guy that... He's not an end-of-the-bench guy. He plays for mm-hmm. them. Champion, you know, champion of, you know, his community and things like that for the Raiders. Now the Raiders are the progressive team, right? They're the progressive team that, you know, has a member of the LGBTQ, you know, plus community on their team. Right. Now when something like this comes out where you have racist and homophobic things... You keeping him on is such a uh, 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 hypocritical, you know, stance. Whereas, like, just two or three weeks ago, we were praising the fact that you guys have a, you know, openly gay player on your team, and now you're still retaining a guy that has, uh, you know, really, really bad homophobic comments. It's, you know, it optics-wise, it looks horrible. And I think that's that played a role. Did, would it play a huge role? No, but I think it did. The optics of the situation did play a little bit of a role. Honestly... <laughs> Sorry, real quick. Is this fucking Mercury team basically the Lakers? Yeah, because you see they got Tarasi and they got uh, Griner and Diggins. Yeah, like bro, basically. Yeah, they they're stacked. And it's just Candace Parker on the other team. I think yeah. didn't they win game one or did they we, did? Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. These motherfuckers is hooping. Like they just showed the highlights and yeah, they they did win game one. And it's this little point guard Vander Sloot. Nah, is, Vander Sloot. Yeah. Vander Sloot, the truth. Yeah, yeah. Sloot, Sloot. Damn, they got Vanus too. I didn't even know that. The, they were like he was the first one in the finals to have uh, ten plus assists and no turnovers. Bro, nah, she, 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 that's what they were talking about. Dan yeah. of the, the OG truth though. Like she, mm. oh, she, she's tough. She's tough. Yeah, young goat. Nah, bro. It's actually gonna be Candace Parker once once they win this finals. But that's a, that's the side. Yeah, of the her point. getting that's like the last thing she needed on her resume. Yeah, and she's about to get it for her hometown, which is mm-hmm. just about as super tough. Yeah, very crazy. But you can't count them out because they're the fucking Lakers and have Diana Taurasi. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. If we had a time machine to go back in time, bring uh, Cheryl Miller and uh, Doris Burke into... Uh, Doris didn't play professionally, though, right? She just played in college. Just played in college. Same yeah. with Cheryl, because there was no WNBA. Mm. Really? Yep. That's I Cheryl didn't know that. The league started in the 90s, and they were already out of college by then. So did they... Wow, I didn't know that. I feel like Cheryl could have played, though. Yeah, this, I mean, Cheryl's older than Reggie, and... Hmm. Reggie was already in the league at that point, right? And yeah, because Reggie got in the league in what the eighties, right? End of the eighties. She's uh fifty-seven. She yeah. could have played. The league is twenty. Wow. The league is like twenty. Yeah, the league is twenty-five years old. That's crazy. So she, she would been. She literally became a coaching assistant right after she right after she graduated from USC. Well, that's crazy. Yeah, she'd have been in her thirties. I mean, wow. she probably could have, but she'd have been in her thirties. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know that. But, wow, yeah. that's yeah, that's a nice little tangent. Um, anyhow, um, getting back to the grinder. Yeah, man. Um, Which, I don't know. There was a lot. There's a lot of interesting shit, shit in this, and I think that um, ESPN got to be held accountable too. Because mind oh, you, yeah. first and foremost, the whole crazy thing about this whole report is that this was originally going into the the Washington football, football team. team. Yeah, and like that, it was a report of them and into the owner Dan Snyder about sexual uh, harassment. And that's sexual, why they were going through the emails. That, that's what. That's why they were going through the emails. All right, cool. So then they're going through emails from back in the day. Gruden ended up being collateral damage in it, which is crazy because they there's definitely more to this report about 
has to be about other owners, other people that are probably involved in personnel decisions in the NFL right now. And obviously, Dan Snyder, who is probably one of the most controversial owners in the NFL probably right now. Probably the most hated owner in the NFL. Yeah, I would, I would go as far as saying that, too. So, what the fuck? What the actual fuck is going on? Uh, Pat McAfee brought that up because I didn't know either. And like I was wondering as to why they were going through these as well. But they were talking about where it's like, the amount of other people that are going to go down and they're like, depending on what it is, Gruden might have like a case for everything getting leaked because it was like, I wasn't supposed to be a part of this anyway. But then now it's just once one person's out in the open, there's a lot of people who in the next month or so can might be going down with them. So it, it's wild, but it's like, yeah, I feel like it's going to be another situation where as people, that's why I don't know how you guys felt when it came out, but like, you're really fuck with John Gruden anyway, and I, I think it was funny. Um, Keyshawn's comments immediately after, mm-hmm. like, like the shit you sent. I was like, I told y'all, motherfuckers, like shit like that. But like, I definitely would like to hear from more former Gruden players. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but I'm I'm curious as to who who you guys are not going to be surprised about if it comes out. Well, I, oh, who I'm not going to be surprised about? Oh, yeah. I, the obvious point choice is Jerry Jones. I'm just waiting <laughs> on that. I'm just waiting on, <laughs> on you know what I'm saying? Because we already, we already know what it is, but you know, Jerry got too, Jerry got too much money. Yeah, that so Michael he, Sam email sitting in there? Yeah, something something up in there. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised of Jerry, Jerry for sure. Um, <laughs> what's it called? But even like on ESPN, like Keyshawn Johnson was saying, it's like, of course, you know, you got the one nigga that's like, yo, I try to tell y'all, mm-hmm. like, you know, he had problems that's, with that's, Kind you of know. what Keyshawn has to do at this point. That's yeah. his job. Right, exactly. You yeah. know, you said, he said, I've been trying to tell, no, it, the video was hilarious yeah. though because <laughs> I was not expecting him to come out with that energy off of it. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't. He's like, yo, he's been a bad guy. <laughs> I've been trying to tell y'all this. <laughs> and I, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, he, yeah, he's something. Um, <laughs> he's, he's for sure something. But uh, honestly, <sighs> this Gruden shit, it was just cra- it was just crazy because I I don't know Man, if y'all Jared know Clark I don't know if y'all know what he down. said I don't know if y'all know what he said about Demory Smith that's the um the NFL I read player. it and I forgot it it was something about his lips but I forgot the words Ex- see exactly yeah, this nah, is like, he was wild for this, that. this is like all right cool like yeah something about his lips he made a racial comment about yeah, I his think lips the lips thing isn't as bad as that right the other stuff it's though. not all right but once again yeah like I, this is this is really my whole point in what I'm saying is that. It's okay, or not necessarily okay, but it's controversial to say things when you're referring to black people about them. But when you're saying other words about other communities, I'm not playing Struggle Olympics, but this is just facts. I don't know. I feel like if you said the N-word, you would have been fired too. Maybe. I don't know. But Wait, which N-word? What do you mean, maybe? Maybe. If, I, Gruden, if the email of Gruden came in the N-word, he absolutely would have been fired. Mm, you think if, if, if he Gruden... Just, if he just dropped, he just went straight, hard, nagger. Or if he said N-word just right on the lips, table. All right, if he said N-word lips, not nah, if, he's, think, bro, if even, he's not even fired, if he nah. just said N-word, I think he would have been fired before the goddamn NFL is a suspect you're if he's not fired. You're him doing a, a what? A, what are we going to call it? A euphemism for his lips <laughs> to the F-word? It wasn't just a euphemism for his lips, though. Like I'm it's, saying, no, like, don't it's, get me wrong. It's still bad, but like, like if right, he said the mind N-word, you, mind you. I, if this, he this is actually word, crazy. I'm about fired. to say. I thought that shit was funny that he said that shit. It was not. It's what, not the lips thing. The lips thing. I didn't think that it was like. Yo, Ruckus, calm down over there. Yo, chill, 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 chill. Nah, no, like, you chill. Nah, right. I know. I'm bugging. Yeah, no, no, no. But honestly, like, it was just funny because I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why would you? Like, why would somebody go like fix their mouth to say some shit like this? But at the same time, like, Four I don't. Fingers. I don't know. 
Gmail fingers? Gmail fingers. Gmail right. fingers. Hey, why are you emailing this shit? I mean, I get it. It's 10 years ago, but... Again, uh, oh, yeah, that's the thing. Because ten years ago, like, we still had text messages. Why people? Everyone get caught up on emails. That's what it is. People always keep getting caught on emails. Yeah, there their work email. Their work emails. Like, bro, what are y'all doing? Use your personal joint. He, he did that with the uh, the email signature at the bottom too. That's just crazy. I do think it's kind of ironic that you know the Gruden getting in trouble for uh, homophobic slurs, and then it, like the famous line is Gruden grinder. Grinder is a uh, very oh, yeah. popular uh, <laughs> for uh, for for, for uh, bottom. For bottom, no, just no it's any, just the app. No, just the app. Yeah. Oh, the app. Yeah, it's it's gay Tinder. <laughs> gay Tinder. Yeah, it's gay Tinder. Yeah. Did you not know about Grinder? No, nah, I knew about it, but I thought it was. Yeah, you okay. thought it was another slur. Thought it was another slang. Term I thought it was like, bottom? yeah, that was like, yeah, a catcher, like, if you will. Catcher. Okay, okay. So I'm learning new shit every day. And then, and then top would be pitcher. All right. I, we're, it's alert. We, no, we no, teach no, I think, people here. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying it's, it's all. I it's, can't be well versed in, in in terminology within the. Uh, no, you know, no, it's I just all it was about education. Yeah, I don't know. And then if you pitch and catch, you're cold verse. Just, just every, just so you know. I don't Thank know. you. You're welcome. LGBTQIA lessons with JT. And the more you know, <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that yeah, he, yeah, we music. All I know is he said some wild shit. The wild shit was just like, damn, this nigga said some wild shit. Then he said some wilder shit. They're like, yeah, we got to get this nigga out of here. But that's, I also think it's wilder. Because I stand by, if he said the N-word, it wouldn't have been a question. I don't know. Is I don't know. I coach on record saying the N-word? That's still, I, I kept the job after? I don't know. Mm. Don Imus got fired for saying nappy-headed hoes. That's not really a slur. That's wild. That's, that's wild, but it's not a slur. That's pretty rough, though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. saying a nigga's lips look like Michelin tires is, to me, is just as bad. <laughs> right, okay, now y'all niggas is laughing. Now y'all niggas is laughing. All right, cool. That's Wait, I'm Matt, why are you <laughs> laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's what he said. But once again, once, once again. Oh, no, no. And we, then, and it's funny to us. It should be funny to us. That shit's hilarious. It, but not coming from John Green. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh, Michelin tires is crazy. That, that's why. That's I'm, something I would hear like at, at like the lunch table or some shit. Like, that's what I'm saying, man. We just got to keep it. here walking past a construction site. <laughs> like, yo mama is so fat now. Nah, <laughs> yeah, it's just crazy, bro. This nigga really, this, yeah. Um, you know, he well. I know it's a lot. Like, it's, it's it's also tough to compare. Like, I'm I miss who's a, a fucking um, broadcaster, a broadcaster versus yeah. John Gruden, who's a whole NFL head coach that got a ten year contract. But in at the same that's time, like pre- predominantly black. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't know. It's yeah, just nah. it's just it's just wild that you could you know kind of say certain once again. Just Khalil Mack was right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, how many other players were right? Antonio Brown was right. <laughs> he knew it. He he saw the vision. He saw the vision like a line between two dots. Um, crazy. All right. So I guess you want to just hit the rest of the NFL week. Yeah. More Gruden stuff to talk about. I mean, I don't know. Do Which I sucks even... because like we sp- <laughs> we spent like twenty something minutes, twenty five minutes on Kyrie. We spent we an like, hour on Kyrie. Like, like bro, like it's it's weird. Like I don't know. It's it's weird. Cause like this should be way more polarizing, but for some reason, like I don't know. You know, I feel like it's a lot more. Are we just like numb to it at this point? Yes, I feel like it's a lot more common. Honestly, yeah, bro. It's it's, it's, like it's so much more common. People doing racist shit, misogynistic shit, transphobic, homophobic, homophobic shit, like. We just, we're just uh, vaccine it, issues are more so in the last more, year. Is, yeah, like it's more, more current. It's like it's like, it's like why are we, why are we so used to it? I feel like we shouldn't be used to it. We should We dead. We, so we, dead it? we dead. World we live in. <laughs> we dead ass are used to this shit. This is crazy, son. Right here. Yeah. Oh boy. And but is, yeah. And this is why we laugh at certain comments. You know. Let's get into the footballs, like the real footballs, instead of this. Um, I stand on record as saying that uh, Bill Pauline was wrong. 
And uh, Lamar Jackson <laughs> is a quarterback. <laughs> as yeah. long as he produces. Yes. Let's dive it up for Lamar. Having one JT going against Bill Polian for the first time on the podcast. Let's clap it up for JT's fantasy team. JT was capping hard on Twitter. When? What? What'd I do? Talking about never standing with Bill Polian? I'm just saying, until you get the clips up, you know, it's your one against mine. Never listens to the Until you release release the Snyder Cut, John. I gotta get someone to go through the fucking emails. (laughs) Yes, go through the emails. Not the Snyder Cut. You go through all the raws. Exactly. But not... Lamar, nah, he definitely he definitely turned up. I was John, you have to understand my anger at the time. I was losing by twenty five points going into Monday night, which I shouldn't have been losing at all. Right. And Lamar was out here, let's be honest, he was selling in the first quarter and a half. He was. So that's where my anger came from. It was not out of a place of true anger for Lamar, just out of a place of anger because I shouldn't have been losing at that point in fantasy. Now that we got that out of this out of the way, and maybe Lamar got an extra helping of what was it, shrimp linguini he eats? What is it? What is it? Uh, I heard he eats the shrimp yeah. linguinis or some shit some before a game. Yeah, yeah, some sort of pasta. He got an extra helping at halftime. Whatever it was, we got to keep that up. All right, because mm-hmm. my fantasy team definitely appreciates it. But more importantly, this thing's a beast, man. She, she crazy. Big trust. Lamaga Jackson. You already know. At the bank, hitting Mark Andrews all day, every day. Duverney out here on kickoff returns. You know, you got uh, Duverney. what's his face? Hollywood Brown out here being Hollywood. J- uh, John Harbaugh being the better of the Harbaugh brothers. Yeah, you already know. That's dead as my coach. Like that's really how I feel whenever I see shit. I like his I, fucking I speeches and all that stuff. Like he talk about like. Good relationship with your team. But that's like a, a player's, proper that's a player's fucking. It's a player's coach, right coach yeah. and a excellent and an coach. coach. Yeah, yeah. It's rarely you get you. It's rarely. I think what between it's him, Reed, uh, Arians, Arians. I think that's. that's it. I think that's it Pretty for solidity. Sean McVay. Uh, you know what? I feel like Sean McVay yes. is there. He does have a good. He does have a good rapport with his team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they like him. You know, he's P. Carroll. Young, he has energy. Oh, not, not uh, Pete Carroll. Sorry, no, sorry. Not P. Carroll. Player's coach. Not X's and O's sometimes. I but. don't know how much of a player's coach he was. The reason why Marshawn left. You know, Marshawn, he marches to the beat of his own drum. You know? But everybody else seems to, you know, bangs with the Pete Carroll's. But I'll, I'll take him off. I'll keep him off the list. Yeah. But yeah, up until then. Jury's uh, out on Pete. Yeah. Jury's out on Pete. That's fine. That's fair. But yeah, you know, there's only like a handful of actually good X's and O's and player coaches. And no, so Harbaugh, Harbaugh definitely is the only that. one who's not like above 70. That's true. About, <laughs> earlier, you were talking about Boone being like Doc Rivers. You know who's the Doc Rivers of the NFL? Pete Carroll. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Pete. Yeah. Oh, well, Doc. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Let me just run he it through won, my first second. He got second. one ring. One he ring. Made it to another finals. Yes. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. And then pretty middle of the pack since then. Had great teams, high expectations, haven't succeeded. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hey. You might have some there. I, I will. I will give you the Pete Carrolls of the Aaron Boons, just I because of the lo- just because of the longevity. Longevity. Like I think yeah. larger sample size. Because like because like Pete, you know. Yeah, but Aaron Boone can not hold my nuts. Uh, I was like Aaron Boone. For all we know, like six years from now, you might win a championship. I don't know. You know, if not here, not here. But you know, yeah. Um, that's top. That's but, a conversation for another day. Yeah, my son Harbaugh doing the thing. Like I, I end up especially like random shit because the videos are short enough i always end up watching all the raven shit so like they'll always post a post game speech and shit like that and like the wired and all that stuff um but hollywood so mm-hmm. hollywood is fucking cooking 
And even not Bouncing according to Bart from, Scott, though, which I don't know. I, don't, I didn't the, know why yeah. he said that. Bouncing <laughs> back from the Lions game was big. And um, I listened to the Ravens podcast. I could do the lounge and the UCF players and stuff like that. And he's not someone who shies away from the criticism or anything like that. Like he was mm-hmm. ready to talk about it. And it was after the Broncos game. And then he was like, yeah, I knew it off rip. And he was like, I did. ass kept watching the shit like the drops over and over to where Lamar had to tell me to stop. And. He's like, I knew what it was. Like, I'm. He's like, I grew up in the internet era, so like, I understand what trolls are. He's like, I just hate that I can't like clap back at them like I would like. <laughs> but um, he's like, I knew what it was, and I think the biggest thing is really going into the like people we brought in for the wide receivers, like our new wide receivers coach, and on like our pass game specialist, I guess. I can't remember the names. Right? It's like Keith and some other thing. I don't know. I can't remember the names. But anyway, um, they made a big impact and. They were talking about it and basically getting him to understand where it's like, yo, your next day in the NFL is not promised. So why the fuck don't you just sell out every time? Like, and I feel like that's that's the difference now. And they were talking about like fighting for every yard after a catch. And that's what you see him doing this season. Mm-hmm. You see, like, he's not just diving or getting out of bounds. And he's even like, yeah, like I was I he was like, I was healthy. And then he was like, I had the hamstring in training camp. So I wasn't playing, like, I was like, I was playing hurt going, and then after the hamstring, I had an ankle. But I'm not using that as an excuse anymore, and I'm still going to be busting my ass every time. And you see it on the field. And y'all know me. I was criticizing the fuck out of Hollywood, and I still don't really think he's a one, but he straight up could not get open. And he is doing that now. Yep. Like, and Lamar is finding him. So it's great to see him play like that. Lamar's fucking phenomenal. 454, um, the highest QBR with um, 400 plus yards ever. Yeah. Yeah, you played a hell of a game. Especially from being down. And I, th- yeah. I think now that whole that whole narrative, I think the most impressive part about the Ravens this season, more so than last year, is that they've been down in games and they have came back in games. And, and I they're think, doing it without the roster they had. Well, right. But even even aside from the roster they had is that they're passing the ball more. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? End of the day, these guys... Are, they're, they're playing. They're playing football. Not just we're gonna run it down your throat. Whatever they, they the, rec, the the record got snapped this week. Obviously, nobody give, gives a fuck about that mm-hmm. shit. They were down sixteen points and they came back and they won the game. The first game in Indianapolis Colts history yep. that they lost being up sixteen points, either going to the fourth or at halftime. Yeah, the power Insane. of Peyton Manning. Insane. And yep. Philip Rivers. Yep. So I mean the the team moved in eighty four. So in okay. since eighty four, they've never lost a game up sixteen. Yep. Johnny Unitas. Was a hundred I think it was hundred and twenty or hundred and twenty eight or some shit like that. So honestly But Yeah, I can't yeah. even this thing. I can't even say that everyone played great. They just played they, they outside of Lamar, like and Mark Andrews who shout out Mark Andrews. Um he was like he balled out that game and he was like his grandma just passed, so that's why he was Mm. Playing for her there, so love to see stuff like that of him really just putting on a show. Hey, career career game. That was his uh, reminding motherfuckers who he was this season game. And yeah, everyone else did not play great. Uh, do uh, that everyone on the offense week. did not, but Clay's Campbell with the oh no, Clay's Campbell. Oh my god, fucking plays, man. The big guy right there. Yeah. yeah, it was the the, the block, stop in the backfield. The, the block is the, the stop in the backfield and yeah. then the yep. block field goal right mm-hmm. after. Like, like you can't crazy. That's yeah. what that's what a good D lineman is mm-hmm. supposed to do, man. Yep. Nigga made himself skinny as the announcer said. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, nice. It's crazy how a guy that big can get can slip through a space that small. Because like, that's the thing. He's another per- like he's three hundred plus pounds, but he's six eight and he's not wide, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, apparently, uh, 
in that post game speech, apparently one of the D tackles called them blocking a field goal. The guy he was like he was like I'm gonna take out the tight end and one y'all is gonna slip in between and block this fucking shit. Mm. So crazy. Shout out to Roger Washington. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I didn't think Wentz played a bad game either. They no, they they I, played I, well. I the thought Colts he played, played a pretty, pretty decent fucking game. well when he hit um what's his face? Oh, why am I blanking on the name right now? Was it Pascal? Uh, when they were driving late in the game, he hit him with like four seconds left, and then they 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 you know called the timeout to get and kick the field goal. I was like, damn, like that that that's a winning throw right there, you know. And yeah. unfortunately, you he know, he was looking like the Carson of old. He did. He wasn't looking like he, did. Mr. he wasn't looking like Mister Two Sprains. You know? Yeah, so. respectfully, respect respectfully, the Colts. They, I mean, they did everything they could to win yeah. that game. They just, you know. The offense played really well. And Blankenship, I think he, he was, like his hip was fucked up. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, that, that, the whole That's situation hard. was weird because he didn't even kick the first field goal. Mm-hmm. And then there was the penalty, right? Yeah. The offsides. And then he came back out. And I was like, all right, well, this is just, if he's hurt, he's hurt. If he's not, he's not. Like, I don't know why you're yeah, swapping yeah. him out. But, you know, great game. Very entertaining. Um, let's prime see. T- Primetime's been amazing Pr- this prime year. Primetime has been, yeah. been Can we please amazing. stop putting Ravens games Props up so I can sleep. No. Please. No, John. Tell him, to stop, be, to, tell him to stop being good. <laughs> I wanted to blow out at halftime. It was a blowout the wrong way, but because we have Lamar Jackson, I was like, I guess I'll stay up and watch a little bit more. I mm-hmm. feel like I, then, I feel like the the Ravens have been in at least like three or four. Over. It's only weeks. It's only week, up to now. It's only week five. They've been against the Chiefs, them, the Raiders. So that's three out of five Chiefs weeks. Was gonna, no, you're saying no, no, prime time. Prime time. Oh yeah. I want to say Chiefs have been in prime time. What uh twice every piece Ravens, um, Bills twice this week and it they were there wasn't in prime time any other time? Nah, twice. Nah. Yeah. It evens it out, John. Don't worry. Don't worry. You'll you'll be yeah. okay. Speaking yeah, of oh, last thing I was gonna say, he's also on pace everything better than his MVP season. So put some respect on my son Lamar. Which is name. great. I want to listen. He I has more total like yards than like eighteen teams. Eighteen teams. It's crazy. Ridiculous. My team is in there as well. Terrible. Eighteen. That, Not mine. <laughs> I, I thought both. Don't, we, got, don't we got the same record? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. We do. We do. But yeah, shout out to Lamar. I'm I, like he should be in that MVP conversation right there with Kyler. Um, right, big trust. And now also Josh Allen again. Joshine. But my son Lamar is doing the what he needs to do with the worst roster than yeah. both of those teams. So. Yeah, I think it's gonna be Algier, Josh when it come down to it. You know, that's all. Speaking of Josh, I mean, good lord, he really went into Arrowhead and was like, "Yeah, this is my shit. I'm here, bro. I'm taking it." Chiefs looking scary right now, but he, that, they're gonna they're gonna get it together. I mean, like it's just like Chiefs remind me of what the Nets were looking like last year, where niggas did not play defense, and that's why they were losing it. Yeah, and then, but the Chiefs right. haven't been playing defense for years. Yeah, the offense will pick it up hopefully, yeah, right? That's what it is. The <laughs> offense is looking shaky at some point. You're going to regress to the mean. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. It's tough to be that dominant and to have that those greater players and then to not, like, lose at some point. Like, think about it. When Tom Brady was winning all of those Super Bowls and when he lost his last one, he didn't go to another one for almost, like, I think it was, like, eight or ten years after that. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen to Mahomes and them boys, but you know what? There's going to be ups. There's obviously going to be downs. But the Bills right now, they look like, to me, I think they look like the best team in football. Aside from the Cardinals, aside from the Raiders, these niggas are, they've come out. I think you said Ravens. Ravens. Sorry, I said Raiders. I apologize. (laughs) Yes, aside from the Ravens, you know what I'm saying? I think top to bottom because their defense has been playing well. Their secondary is amazing. Yo, we already already got off of that topic. Relax. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, 
<laughs> oh, brother. This- yes. All right. Thank you. <laughs> cool. Anyhow, um, but yeah, they just look better than everybody. Their secondary is amazing, you know. Um, That's the thing, their run defense coming around, because just like I mentioned with the Chiefs before, you could always run against the Bills. Their secondary was always there. Yep. But you could run against them. So once they sort that out and shore that up, you know, mm-hmm. it, it becomes that much more difficult. I just see this motherfucker to throw to Stephon Diggs when he wants to have these big-ass games. Yeah, you know, he, no. yeah, Josh Allen, that's that's how you can tell he's becoming a complete quarterback is that he's just not always looking for Diggs. He's going to be looking for Sanders. He's going to be looking for Cole nah, Beasley. he's looking for Sanders. That's he's, 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 he's not looking like for, for, for Sanders or Dawson Knox. That's or it. Dawson <laughs> Knox. You know what I'm saying? So, that's that. Nah, bro. It's, it's, what about... It uh, speaking of the other shootout going on with the fucking Browns and the Chargers. Uh, yeah. Bro, just, just I don't think the Browns are going to be good. It's just like... They're, bro, they're Baker, gonna, they Baker got to get this shit together. Yeah, I heard Baker. that. I, heard, I didn't get to see it, but I heard Stefanski made a really bad call late in game. Because I saw people tweeting about it where they're like, this is probably one of the worst I mean, even still... I mean, Baker left so many throws on the field. Yeah, he left so many throws on the field. Yeah, but that's what. But this is the problem. Like he's he's not let. They don't let him loose. They don't. Yeah. I mean, you, it's a it's a majority running offense that they featured Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, which is fine. Like I don't mm-hmm. mind it. That's how they win their games. But passing, they're not. I don't want to say they're not a threat, but you know, o, Odell Beckham Jr. had three targets. OBJ had three targets in a game where they scored forty two points. Isn't that mo- isn't that the also kind of also on the uh, on Baker? The QB? You, you could say because I mean, we saw. I mean, what, we saw it was not this past. I, week, thought, the, what, the, I thought that was his point. That it's like Baker's got to do better and like yes. have a weapon. Oh, like I, thought OBJ. Th- I thought you were talking right. about uh, this a weapon like oh, OBJ. Okay. You yeah. right. get him the fucking. Rock. This is what I'm, yeah. exactly. That's what that's what I'm saying. It's like yo, even a nigga like Odell, he might be in double coverage or he might be one on one downfield. But that's a dude you can trust one on one. F it, mm-hmm. OBJ open. That's how you. That's yeah. basically the mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like he's on the Vikings game when he missed OBJ. Literally, OBJ would have had a walk-in touchdown. Yeah. Throws, throws behind him. Like, these are the throws that he's missing. And it's, yeah. And it's not like he has a terrible wide receiver core. He has OBJ. He has David Njoku, right? I believe, is he off injured? Uh, in no, he's, he's still Jarvis? Hurt. Jarvis, Jarvis, still, Jarvis is still hurt. But even still, it's not like they have slouches. And you still have Chubb out the back foot to, to, to toss to. Like, mm-hmm. And Kareem Hunt. But, yeah, I mean, you, you have you have the weapons. They also have Austin Hooper. They, they, yes, exactly. They also have Austin Hooper. You're indeed, you're indeed right. Um... But yeah, honestly, <sighs> their defense does play better too. Because that's another—they yeah. have all the pieces. But they yeah. have probably outside of the Rams, I would say probably the best roster in the league. Yeah, and they just like top to bottom, and they just need to play like it. Yeah, I mean, I I think Baker—he's—he's he's proven not proven, but I—he's a good enough quarterback. Yes. Exactly. I think he's a good enough quarterback that he'll get it together and he'll get Odell and the rest of these dudes yeah. when Jarvis Landry comes back to ball. I mean, he got Njoku the ball. Njoku made some great plays. <laughs> Um, but Justin Herbert, I think like he is absolutely the truth. He's putting the league on notice right now. Civil rights leader Justin Herbert. Yeah. Um, Jay Herbo. Jay Herbo. The guy. Jay Herbo is Jay crazy. Herbo. Jay, Jay Herbo. Hey man, look, that, that kid is he is something special. And look, his talent alone. But this is what happens, as I've been saying before, when an organization surrounds their young quarterback with talent. Look what happens. His life is a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And sometimes those mistakes are turned pre- into positive plays. They started plays. protecting him this offseason. They start protecting they had, him. He had the weapons last year. Yep. And it's like, it's just, you give a young Bro. quarterback like that, Austin Eckler, Jared Cook, Keenan Allen, well, hold on now, Mike hold on. Williams. Hold on, wait, hold on, hold on. Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams every three weeks. All right. 
because it's bullshit. That why why Mike Williams wanted to go off this week. And last week when I needed him against the Raiders, he wanted to be a ghost. Same with Jared Cooks. Jared Cook, that was a no-show this week, but the week before against the Raiders, boom, big game. I hate it here. Hey, man, listen. All I'm saying is Justin Herbert is the fucking goods. Justin Herbert is like, he's he's amazing. Like, I... You can make the argument after this season that he's that he would have been a top five quarterback this year, and I wouldn't even be mad at it at all. Yeah, I mean, he looks like one. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, video game shit really, right now, really, right? realis- <laughs> realistically, what is what is the top five? The top five is Allen Mahomes in no Lamar, order. No order. Uh, Joshine. Not not not, not 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 Brady and, and Rodgers out of the conversation. Of course, them niggas will be in any top five in the past, like you know what I'm saying, but out of the young niggas, like well, I would all right, so young people. Yeah. The top Kyler, five are young. Kyler, Kyler Pat, Le- Lamar, yep. Josh. Herbis. Nah, I'm yeah. missing one. I feel like we missed oh, somebody. Oh, we're just saying top five. No, I feel like we miss I feel like we're missing somebody. Oh, I mean, because my thing is, I think Burrow is great, but he doesn't have the line. Nah, not yet, not yet. You're either think, at Burrow. I think Burrow's great. Burrow or Baker. Like it. He just doesn't have, a, like, he doesn't have the line for it. Um, John he's still running for his life a lot. Nah. All right, so, so your questions are Burrow, Baker, I, whether whether it's Trey Lance or Jimmy G. One? Another young one? I don't think there's another young Actually, one no, after, Jimmy G's uh, not before Herbert. No, nah, I, I don't think, think that's so. It. Nope. I think it's still yeah. yeah. I feel like niggas that's, that's like under 30, that would probably be like the under 30 list. I'd say under 26. Well, yeah, because I, mean, well, yeah, I, mean, I think Mahomes' old, oldest is twenty five. Yeah. I think. Baker, I think he's. Baker, I think he's. I think he's the the old him and Allen. I think are the young the the, the oldest of them. I think it's him and Baker. Yeah, Baker got well, Baker old. not there. Well, Baker is Baker. I wouldn't put in that top five. I know, but I think um that generation I'm talking about. I think uh Allen's, like they're like twenty five, twenty six. Nobody's older than twenty seven though. No. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. <sighs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Um, well. My team is hurt. And my team is, uh, we're building. You know what? I wasn't, I was upset about. Y'all are putting some second halves together now. That's, gotta that's the problem. We got we to figure it. out to not yeah. come out slow in the first half and we'll be okay. Because second half Jets. That's the plight of a young team though, right? Second half Jets is looking like their quarter warriors from a few years ago. <laughs> but, <laughs> Oof. Oof. but you know, it's look, Zach Wilson needs to just make the easy throws. He left. Two key throws on the field that were like, "Yo, bro, you got to make that." And you saw, like, with Matt, you saw the difference between a rookie quarterback and a seasoned vet in Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan makes the throws, mm-hmm. right? He gets the ball in those spots. He gets the ball out of there. He pass. throws the ball away. You know, sorry, but oh my, she body the shit out of there. Yeah. The other thing I was she gonna blew the, say she blew is the um, transition layup. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. See, see, this is um, what the WNBA needs more. Like, is Skyler, is Skyler Diggins the Chris Bosh of that team? What do you mean, Chris Bosh of the team? Of that team, because you have Tarasi, Griner, and then Skyler. I, like, I would say Skyler's the second best. Better than Griner? Than Griner, yeah. Really? I mean, Griner's just, Griner's great. She's fucking dominant. She had, but she's just tall. I think she had 27 and 11 last game. Like, she's dominant Yeah, I think fuck. she's just tall. I, I would take, if I was, if I had to take somebody, like, I'm taking thing, Skyler. they can, because at any point, if one of them takes over, it's going to be tough sledding. Oh, gee, oh my gosh. Yeah, she was Odin. Ew, ew. She called her a nappy headed O. That's what happened. And then she probably called her a Becky. (laughs) (laughs) We are currently watching the WNBA finals right now, if you guys haven't uh, figured out. But um, where are we? Where where were we before this? Um, Anything else about your teams? Uh, Um, No. 
That's yeah. it. Hopefully the Giants just get healthy. Yeah, that's like it's nothing. Yeah. Tony is like get him the rock and hope he doesn't punch anyone. Why does yeah. his teeth look like that? They scare Florida. me. Whenever he does an interview, when he especially when he has the skull cap on. Where did my he boy Charlemagne? The craziest people in the world are from Florida and the Bronx. Yeah, he, yeah. He honestly, but he looks that. great though, which is crazy because the first two seasons, two first two weeks, I'm just like, where the fuck is this guy? Then well, he comes out him in rock. Yeah, there wasn't. They're no. talking about he's uh, a <laughs> yeah. someone who's like a big Florida fan called it as well, and they're just like he's it's very Tyreek Hill esque with him. He just he so. just get he was just getting open and just getting the rock, which is great because we need, really- we need we need a receiver like that. Mm-hmm. Somebody said that. Um, our fucking what the fuck is his name? Our fucking the the backup quarterback for the Giants. Why am I blanking on his name? Oh, Mike Glennon. They said Mike Glennon. I thought Mike Glennon. I didn't even realize. Yeah, it was Mike Glennon. They said Mike Glennon is built like a nematode, <laughs> and I never laughed harder in my life. Hey, well, come on now, because as we know, <laughs> nematodes, nematodes are, are people too. <laughs> yes, yes, and I laughed so fucking Can hard. Can that be a button? We all, we were all very Mike good Glennon, at that. Yeah, Mike Mike Glennon is built like. Remember the dude from SpongeBob who like has the head thing. Remember when he ripped off his head and it was like his oh, head Kevin? was so skinny? Wait. His head was the- so skinny. Like SpongeBob was like flipping out and then ripped like he was like, ah, like ripped his head off and it actually came off. And they're like, what? And it was like his head was so skinny. He had like an adapter to make him look like a normal fish. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about? The only time I remember SpongeBob ripping off somebody's like thing was like the Kevin episode where they rip off the crown. I but it is actually part of his uh, head. <laughs> Yo. I like Kevin. That's going to be me at Barclays at the home opener. Yeah, I know. Hi, Kevin. The that thirst. was me at practice at the park, too. Whatever. Um, wow. Rest of the NFL. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else. I was watching a lot of football on Sunday. Um, this shit. Oh, that. Yeah, yes, this. yes. Okay, yes, I remember. <laughs> oh, my God. This <laughs> nigga John is on my gun. Like, you actually must be stopped. <laughs> um, crazy. Yeah. Um, is it time? I, I believe it is. It's time. Proud. Welcome back, everybody, to this week's edition of Primetime Picks, featuring your boy, World Wide West. Um, so I ain't gonna lie, last week was a little rough for everybody, except mm-hmm. for Justin. Justin had a really good week. He went 3-1. and one. I did? You did. He's wow. back in it. You did. Um, so right now at the top, John and I are tied at 10-10, and 10, and yes, sir. JT and Matt, 9-11. and 11. Crazy. Yeah. So we're basically all tied up, but um, let's see what happens after this week. We got a couple good ones. Um, so first up... I already know what John's going on this. We got the Chargers at the Ravens. Do you need to ask? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't. Ravens every week, baby. Wow. And LJ, we trust. Yeah. I'm actually going to go LJ, we trust. I'm going to Baltimore, too. I, I kind of am, am feeling this, you know, Lamar for MVP agenda. You know? What a black QB have two MVPs, dog. It's tough. Oh, buddy. <laughs> Give me the Justin... Herbert. Ooh, that's tough. Take the over. Take the over. Yeah. Take the over. Is, the Ravens, is this, is, is this in Baltimore playing? or in, in it's, LA? It's at the bank. It's at the bank. It's Let's at the, go. It's at the bank. It's at the bank. <laughs> woo woo. Woo woo. Maddie, what's up? I'm putting this to car, this card in defense mode. I gotta go with the Ravens. <laughs> nice. Nice. Mm. Gotta protect my. Okay. So you're not gonna floop the pig, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So sure. we got the five and zero. Oh. Arizona Cardinals at the Kevin Stefanski Cleveland Browns. Check the weather before this one. I'm going yeah. with Cleveland. I think I, I don't see the Browns. Hopefully the Browns don't drop. Wait, the Browns won two weeks ago. Or they lost. They they they, they uh, lost last week. 
They lost. Thought, uh, no, they I, thought lo- they beat, I thought they beat the Vikings last week. Last week wasn't their Vi- was wasn't the Vikings game. Didn't they win that? No, they did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was making sure. Yeah. I thought, oh, right. I thought you said he lost. I thought you said he lost. All right. It. So yeah. yeah. So we're not. I, I don't. I don't see the Browns losing two in a row. Okay. Baker and them boys at home. Yeah, give me the Browns. The Browns. The Browns. Justin. Which game is this again? <laughs> Arizona at Cleveland. What time? Um, this is a four o'clock game. You know what? Kyler's going six and zero. Let's go. That's Ooh, tough. That's tough. Let's go. Let's go. Black quarterbacks. Interesting. Except Lamar. <laughs> Except Lamar. <laughs> oh man. This next one should be interesting. We got the Grudenless Raiders. Damn. At at the Denver Broncos. Give me the Broncos. The Broncos. Is Teddy, do do you have any word on Teddy? He played last week. Oh, I'm bugging then. Yeah. Um, Cortland Sutton balled out. <sighs> honestly, teams do well after with the new coach. Usually, See, they 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 bounce back. And I, I was thinking that, but I feel like this situation is a little bit different because of the circumstances as to why he was fired. It wasn't because of performance as to why he was fired. Yeah. Uh, just, <laughs> yo. But still, they played like they just played like shit. But. Raiders every week. Excuse me. Gross. Give That's me wild. the. Give oh, me. Shit, I guess we're not getting the Gruden bobblehead anymore. Good thing we didn't order it that day. Oh God! Oof, Please, yeah, yeah. yeah, that would have aged terribly. Um, we would have had to put a no, big no. We just get a, we just get Buccaneers Gruden. <laughs> it might be worse. <laughs> <laughs> Ring of Honor. If these, Ring of if Honor. these were the emails he sent ten years ago, imagine twenty years ago. Oh shit! <laughs> not not the dial-up racism. <laughs> <laughs> the dollar emails, John. Who you rocking? Who you rocking with, my boy? Oh fuck! Who is it again? Uh, Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> it's Raiders Broncos, Broncos, right? Yes. Yeah, I just was trying to remember. AFC who the, West who the matchup, baby. Ah, uh, a surprisingly strong division too. Fuck. And Broncos coming off a, uh, I thought a, a, a game that they thought they should have won. You in, know what? In, in, in Pittsburgh. Give me the Broncos. Nice. There I you like, go. Because whenever I bet on the Raiders, things don't go well. So that's that's the only reason. Maddie, what's the word? Raiders every week. Raiders every <laughs> week. I love to see it. <laughs> apparently, the new coach's last name also starts with a G, and apparently, he's the guy. Like, well, the, for the Raiders, yeah, it's the, like special teams person, right? Yeah, but um, um, why is it always a special teams person that always again, always takes over? Uh, yeah, I'm I don't listening know. to a lot of Pat McAfee, and they were talking about it. And they were like, part of the reason why that helps is because special teams has to know everyone. Ah, yes. They're like, so they, they know, like, offense guys are just working the offense, so like that. The special teams guys have to know everyone. This is true. All right, last game. We got the Buffalo Bills at the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> Bills. Bills. Bills, but Bills, Bills. I've been telling y'all about them Titans. Listen, I don't think the Titans are going to win this one, but them niggas be so inconsistent that I think they're going to cover this game. But I'm going to go with Buffalo regardless, though. Let's say, wasn't this a primetime game last year? It was. Bills, Titans. It was, and the yeah. Titans won. And the Titans, because, and I remember Josh looked terrible. Uh, hmm, but I don't know if he's going to look terrible. Yeah, you know, give uh-huh. me the Nobody circles the wagons like, like the, the Buffalo, Buffalo Bills. Bills. <laughs> not even the Oklahoma Sooners? No, not even the Oklahoma Sooners, no. Jesus. Y'all are funny. All right, well, um, yeah. That's it's a good it. game. This is, this, oh, you're talking about the finals. Yeah. Um, yeah, well, that's this week. Um, I have a chance know. to really make up some ground, because I'm, Opposing what like two of you guys? You guys went chalk, yeah. In two of those picks, basically. So. so we gotta, you know, it is what it is. We gonna see what's going, what's going down. Uh, you know, what are the standings? Did. Uh, John and I are ten and ten, and you and Matt are nine and eleven. 
Yep. Rough. Freedom Tower. All right. Uh, yeah. And yeah, tune in next week. See who's up. Yay. So with that, we've wrapped up sports and it is time for the Anime Book Clubs. <laughs> You're doing it so I don't have to do it in post? Nah, nah, nah. It's just, you you just know. Gotta look I, it was just, it was the timing. <laughs> just I was like, waiting for you to finish talking for the thing. Let the track breathe a little bit. Respectfully. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta just let it breathe. This All one, unfortunately, right. this the show that we're doing, unfortunately, doesn't have anime titties. Well, kind of a little bit, but you know, there's, there's, there's absolutely, there's nothing bigger than a C cup, which is very depressing. But the show must go on. Good show, though. Very good show. Very good show. Oh, now you're saying it's a good show? Well, now it's just some come to terms. Well, it's some clarity now, finally, because I was, I was, I was absolutely lost for the first three episodes, but now, now you know what the fuck you're saying. Now I know what's going on. So now it's good. All right, so let's get to it. Episode four. All right, we got a. Old boy Takizawa heading to uh, the uh, what do you call it? One of the missile sites, and yeah. some weird stuff happens. Some, Dude, I was so confused. Some, I was like, "Is he fucking going crazy? Is he a superhuman?" I thought I don't know, and it looked like he knew those little creatures too. Yeah, he was playing them, with them. Yeah, calling them Johnny. Yeah, which we come later seems to be a term. Oh my god, that's um, there was a lot going on in that that first in that beginning scene, and like with the movie stuff, uh, we saw a movie poster. That cold blue shit when we was looking at um what's her name? We were looking at Saki yeah. in the uh um, the house. That movie poster in the background. It's just, I, I feel like it's either a real movie or it's another thing that's gonna be relevant later on. Then we get the thing they're talking about it. When they were talking about it, I thought they were talking about Akira. Yeah, the, Yo, oh, the movie, I the movie that they were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like yeah, I thought they were like talking Akira about Akira. It seems it seems so and it seems so trippy because you know he falls off the fucking thing and you have the little things that's it's like hopping. I feel like he probably like they did it for Akira, but they're gonna say whatever. Let's see what I the think, fuck I, is I Whatever think, movie is in that reality. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. I, I oh, Quadrophrenia was not an animated movie. It was a... Oh, so it's a real life movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it seems to be a musical about London motorcycle gangs. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's uh, Grease 2, but in London. Oh. Um, yep, it sounds... Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bruv. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah, it definitely was given straight Akira vibes. I thought definitely. so too. Yeah, but I think we got enough Akira reference with his actual name or what he goes by anyway. So that the missile true. sites, everything going else on with yep. that, like it just yeah. the destruction in the town. But uh, but now he goes to go search for uh other how is it Selico Selicao Selaso Selasau Selasau. That's what I've been saying. It's a Brazilian yeah. word. Hmm. Well, I want to say they were not Brazilian lot. Portuguese. Sorry, there was a lot Portuguese, of like little contildes and whatnots. So, uh, oh, you're in Google Translate. Yeah, I can. Yeah, um, give me a second. Anyways. Also, those little skull things reminded me of like human versions of the the like little forest spirits from Princess Momonoke. Mm-hmm. If you guys, for those who know, Studio you know, G shit. Well, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, the little yeah, the little yeah, sport, yeah. Um, Forest Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, uh, this now is too trusting. He is, but you know, yeah, you kind of have to be when you don't got a mem- you know, mem- no memories, mm. you know. Yep. But yep, he goes to search for others. Selasau winds up at a hospital, uh, you know, and was like, "Yo, I want to talk to the director." He ordered an MRI machine. You know how I know that? Because I'm a Selasau. Tell him, tell him the big don is downstairs. Not like that. Not like the lady at the front desk knew that even. <laughs> no, she, she, was, yeah, no she was like, "All right, yeah. I guess." <laughs> He's like, "Yo, tell him the big blood is downstairs." He gonna know. 
<laughs> and then uh, I guess it's then the big butt yeah. actually called him. And he said, like, he said, red pill or blue pill. Uh, both. Uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was knocked out yeah. like a light. Hey, yeah. Like a light. But then, but then after that, then we get clarity as to what the terms of everything kind of yeah. is, which is fantastic. I was like, all right, now I can enjoy the show. Now, now I know what the hell is going I know on. What's happening? Yeah. But yeah. So in a nutshell, the Salas Sour basically just like twelve spec ops people that are tasked with saving. I don't think they're spec Japan. ops people because they're regular ass dudes. Nah, spec ops. They're not spec ops. It's they're it's part like, of an elite core. Not, they're not an elite core. Not, That's the just, thing. It's just random they're niggas, bro. Ra- yeah, they're, they're random. They're random people. They're not an elite core at but all. But they're not. This is a they, giant game. But this they are is like, different than yeah. regular people. It's like the Hunger Games, but know. just you don't have to kill each other. No, they, you they, just got to just figure out. You got to figure out the puzzle of the game, yeah. bro. That's it. Yeah. But, but niggas die yeah. anyway, though. Niggas they're different. Do, yeah. It's it's like a a horror movie plot from like the 2010s. You know why they're elite? Because in the def, you know when they they were explaining right, little robot or whatever was explaining, he said. You were picked because you possess or have a certain set of skills no. that either you he didn't say because that because you have basically he was like because you have the drive the drive you know yeah not to do a thing you got the drive you got you got that it factor they the got cop the it just factor. wanted the bread and was fucking fucking bitches on the side hey man look you got that it factor though yeah I don't know or maybe they had some form of potential because remember well because yeah. right before he died in in episode three wasn't he saying like damn like I used to it like used to be about justice it used to be about too. justice yeah. you yep. know and then yep so I'm telling you it factor yeah, but then so. after we get after it gets explained and we learn about Mr. Outside and how everything <laughs> actually goes nah not Mr. Right now <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Uh-oh. Outside is crazy <laughs> Mr. Worldwide shout out Andrew Cherry if you know you know yes um, Mr. Outside <laughs> yo <laughs> yeah. um but it's uh it's it's just funny because after that explanation we're like, all right, the doctor sounds like he's doing is on his way. And then he goes, Oh no, he's like, he doesn't care about this. I'm just helping the people who I want to help directly. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't helping the entire country of Japan. Yep. So I mean, that was it's like I don't have a ton of notes on that episode. It's literally that beginning scene and basically the end scene. Yeah, basically. Because yeah. I know once after that, and then we realize well, we got some that the important plot points. Yeah, that, that's just we we get clarity on what the fuck is actually. Yeah. Going well, on. we also get clarity on the supporter. I mean, we know we, we a, I know yeah. we had a little a bit earlier, but the supporter is basically like he keep everybody in check. We get clarity and more mystery because yeah. I still think now my theory is still in play of them getting someone from your life, because even the doctor went, "Oh, you're the supporter." Mm-hmm. So in the first one, homie was killed by his wife. So was that a fake out? Was was it a head fake? No, that was that, a fake you know? because she just caught him cheating. That's what I'm saying. Or was it the supporter? He also did run out of money. Well, we don't know if we, we don't know. Nah. Right. And then the dude who pulled up is he the actual supporter? Is it another thing that the supporter sends them? Well, is, does the supporter even exist? Mister Outside could be lying. We don't know. Well, that's what I was gonna say because he did say the supporter is also part of the Selasau. Exactly. Right? He's just, you know, the special guy in the Selasau. Yeah. But uh. But yeah, no, it was it was it was interesting to get the different perspectives. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, hospital director got killed, axed out. End yep. of episode four. Shame, shame, shame. Off but, screen though, that's that's yeah. the wack yeah. part about it. I hate off screen. Right? Like, like I want to see all the blood and guts. Yeah, I, just so I know, because now yeah. I, right, like we it's it's implied. JoJo's, but, JoJo's got you paranoid now. JoJo's <laughs> motherfucker don't die directly. I don't know no more. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, nah, everything was on screen. But uh, so episode five. Get a little bit start out crazy. So this is out. This is also right after you know he meets with the. This is after the hospital thing. Mm. He's at another mm-hmm. missile site, and he meets another. He meets a neat, not another neat, but no, a he skipped neat. the fucking open scene with fake as death. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah crazy. Like, crazy. Who the fuck is that? Is true. That is diet. Diet light. First diet of, of death. First and foremost, I saw like the 
the the cutter thing on the, on the thing. I'm like, yeah. wow, that's a really big cigar cutter. And then I realized, yep. oh, I didn't see that's, it. See, that's what, when, when you're mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, you ruined it. And I was like, cigar cutter, dude chained up, bleeding. Yeah. I was I like, just, all right. I just saw the body. Because I, yeah. I was watching it on my phone at that point. I was like, yep, yeah, that is, in the old snip snip. Yeah, yeah, cigar cutters are sharp, yo. Oh, yeah, they are. Them, them joints can cut through. Whew. Jeez. But, uh, but yeah, all right. So after we meet Diet as Death. Takis Awa's back in another missile site. He sees another. He sees a neat. Yep. And he was like, "Yo, dude, you got some balls pulling up here. You know what the fuck happened? You know you sent us. Apparently, so we get some insight as to the whole twenty thousand neats thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. He apparently sent them to drop them in the middle of Dubai. Dubai, and then he went to work labor. Not camp. city Dubai though. <laughs> Desert Dubai. Desert Dubai. They were in like some work camp or whatever, but it all worked out for the best, I guess, because the, the dude said, "Yeah, I'm getting married." And like he was like, "You," he was like, "You helped us re-enter society. Like we were forced to talk and interact, or else we would have died." So he's like, "You basically forced let us re-enter society." So mm-hmm. I guess now at this point we sit here like, so there was a reason behind his yeah. fucking shit. It wasn't just him being a well, fucking. He didn't menace. kill him, so which is good. So maybe he was going for the prize at that point, and his idea was to get this large group of neats, which is something that we talked about when we were doing Shimonetta, about like how the culture in Japan is like they don't even interact with people anymore. Like they had to try and teach people how to date and get people to do all these things because they just stay inside and just keep to themselves. So I guess his way was being like, all right, we're well, gonna reintegrate them into society and then try and boost the country up as a whole, mm-hmm. which interesting foreshadowing. But yeah, not a bad plan. Not a bad plan. Not at all. Uh, but yeah. Keep going. Now we got into. Now we get into. Like we focusing a lot on Takizawa. So uh, Saki mm-hmm. gets some uh, pretty big Saki content in this. Yeah, learn more about her life. Yeah, on the job hunt, uh, we see a little bit of her at home life with her sister and the husband and the baby. Yeah, it's rough because it's like she she doesn't want to be a burden, and you know it's one of those things where it's like she she doesn't want to ask for help or rely on people who've been taking care of her. Even yep. though they don't think about taking care of her as yep. it, they're just like, yeah, like, why would we not? Yeah. Like, you're my sister. Like, yeah, like, you're, you're my sister's sister. Like, uh, not sister. You're, uh, sister. you're my, you're my, you're yeah. my wife's sister. Like, of course we're going to take care. Yeah. You know, so, uh, and even when they said like, yeah, when she missed the, the job interview, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, like, don't worry about it. Like, I'm not, my, 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 my superior was upset, but like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not too upset at you, you know? So it was, yeah. it's got a nice family, a loving home, but, uh, you know, she still feels a little bit. You know how she does, yep. but she goes yeah, to her job, yeah. doesn't get the job. I thought that was fucked up. The, the that whole, was the, the, so the fucked up. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Way, the interview thing, and then the beef bullshit. Then again, it is Japan. How bullying? I was like, yeah, yeah that was, that was the, crazy the, the, bullying. I'm telling you, bro, they they different out there. They, they said, yeah, but I, but, I, but but she but she should have knew what it was from from how to convers from how to conversation. Not for nothing. Went. If I was on an interview and they like didn't talk to me and went to lunch, I would like for an hour, bro. After twenty minutes, I would have been like, "This is a joke. I'm See, out." I didn't. I didn't pick up on that at first. I just thought they were just saying, "Oh yeah, go enjoy our uh, yeah. cafeteria." I didn't know that she was supposed like they were offering to like eat lunch with her. Yeah, but and even then, if they didn't like that, if you just after a bad interview, you are gonna sit there and eat lunch? I mean, no, I, I, sir. I'm not gonna sit there, but I might. I might swipe a little stuff to go. Yeah, or Kinda eat hungry. it quickly and leave. Yeah, well, I say beef bowl look valid beef before they <laughs> before they drop that joint. Yeah, I'm just saying. ah, but the interview is fucked up because it's like he, they asked her a question and you're like, oh, yeah, we're kind of looking for people that think outside the box, not with the the group. It's like you know, she she uh, says she tells her how she thinks it is. Yeah, like sheeple. okay, well, what the hell type of job is this then? That yeah. y'all don't want sheeple, even though you literally have the and two I don't assistants. Even think are sheeple. It was outside of the box. I think it was more so like 
oh shit, you were around the missile attacks? What was that like? I was uh, saying, he, he sound felt like, like he wanted person. a story. Like, he yeah. wanted like some like crazy, like, yo, there was mutants with like four arms coming yeah. out of the shit. Like, there's blood and gore everywhere. Uh, like, like, if nobody died, like, what the hell is the point? Yeah. You know, but either way, I I now understand what you guys at the point about the uh, dude with the, oh, was it Osugi? The friend zone, yeah. yeah, that was that was rough. That was brutal. Big friend, I'm not zone. gonna lie, that See, was brutal. Seeing her on the on J- the JT's on... real anime persona, bro, that was that was brutal. Seeing seeing her on the fucking motorcycle had Oof. to have got. That was crushed. It was it was, was a, it was a freeze frame for me. Yeah, like, it was nah, that like, was... It, it was like the <laughs> <laughs> bro, and he was rushing and everything too to get there by two you o'clock. Yeah, nah. It was the way he rolled his eyes before, like when he was like, "So we're gonna go out to dinner tonight? When we get our things? Like, yeah, yeah, like duck. yeah." Because she was on the on the subway and or the train. They were Take off the a train, hint, my boy. And she just said, "Mm-hmm," and he was like, "Yes." He was he wasn't good at those. He wasn't uh-uh. good, but so. She pulls up with Takizawa because he wanted to apologize for not texting back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she basically... He's a good dude. He's a good dude. He's, he's a good dude. And that, a lot of times main characters are usually super... They're either like super clueless like Black Clover shit with Asta. Or they're like not good dudes. Mm. Like it's either a little like dark type shit like with um Aaron. Aaron like yeah. shit like that. Or they're just super clueless. Yep. Uh, but... He's very in the know. Yeah, here he's he's a good dude, yeah. and um, he's like he he got the juicy. He know it pretty much. He he listened to her vent and stuff like that, and her talking about like, damn, I ended up growing up with him as my brother in law, and he's done so much for me, and it sucks because like he's like I love my sister and my niece, but like I'm in love with him. Yeah, I was like, oh that's damn, rough. that's crazy. Yeah, wait, but so I mean, like, wait, so that's what she said. She said, she, and that, yeah, she said was, she's yeah. in love with him, and it probably was just because like so growing up, being like this is an attractive male figure who's done everything to like help me in every way you know what I mean so mm-hmm. it's like an attachment forms that way I don't think it's a real love I yeah. just think it's one of those things that she feels she's trying to just process bow, shit chickle, pretty bow, much wow, you're, chickle, you're a wild dude for that and then right after that he kisses her and she was that just was like, smooth as hell that shit was yeah, mad smooth I wasn't expecting he, that he knows but, what the fuck he's yeah. doing a protagonist that got some game you don't see we it often see you don't, usually when we, you see them they're like anti-heroes or it's a short anime which yeah. this is yep and then we move on to episode 6 well at the end of episode 5 he says, yo. This was a really good ending oh, no, for an episode. Yeah. Like yo, the whole the Saki the and um Akira thing like that. And then going into fucking yeah, bro. my son got snatched up by fake S Death. Yeah. Fake S Death is still oh, crazy. No, my boy, I, mean, I, I was feel, I, the way I he has a keychain of Saki. Yeah. No, that was kinda fun. weird. weird. Yeah. Kinda weird. It's, it's, it's I didn't even process it with him at first. Yeah. When he but, was uh, drunk at dinner. It was yeah, it was funny as shit that when he was at dinner nah, and then my man was out here going through it and, and off the, the rip. I knew I was just like I was like yeah, he took his man's because he was supposed to go with Shorty and then you know end up dubbing it. He's like yeah, like one or two stars, nigga. We do that on the regular. I'm like all right, my nigga, cool, whatever. Nah, shit look, seems a little they, bit they bigger. Miles than... invite me to it. He's like yeah, yeah, I got a reservation. You trying to pull up? <laughs> yeah, sure. that's a fact. If I ask any of y'all to go to Hamilton on Tuesday, y'all know why. <laughs> <laughs> nigga said yeah. Nigga dropped eighty thousand. We will like, discuss after, <laughs> but. Remember, don't compare it to the original while you're there. Enjoy it for what it is. Yo, well, yeah, that I oh, that I know. Wow. It's just hard not to. I mean, but of anyway, course. Yeah. Um, OBC versus everybody else. But God. Yeah. Fake fake as death, man. Died as right death. Right in episode six. Died as death. We got to come up with a better name. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get there. As death light. <laughs> zero, zero calories as, as death. death light is crazy. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, no, um... As Death Light has kidnapped uh, our friend-zoned guy, Osugi, and um, 
Yeah, it's not looking good for my boy right now. Not looking good because he was on the brink of getting the old Johnny snipped off. But Best then, quote uh, of the day, stay here and feel ashamed. <laughs> nah, that was wild. I was like, what do you mean ashamed? You kidnapped me. I, w- I was minding my business. I'm not going to lie. They must have tied that nigga up good for him to, like, been there for all those hours and still be there. I want to know how he got to his phone. I, well, his hands he, are stuck behind his back, and his feet are uh, tucked under the chair. He tipped so, the chair over, and he's probably just, you know. Until it fell out of his pocket? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Probably. Hey, man. Gravity. People be good at That's physics. It's tough, though. It's tough. It's tough. But, hey, when you're in a dire situation, you figure it out. But we also learned that she is also a Selesau. Mm-hmm. Well, we knew that before when she was oh, talking to well, yeah. Jews. Jewies? Yeah, in, the epi- yeah. in episode five. He's to like, Jewies? He's like, I did it again. <laughs> no, nah, her saying oh, that. shucks. <laughs> like, Jesus. Uh, the crazy thing is then you learn that she's done this probably 20,000 times. It's crazy. Yeah, she went ahead a little bit, but yeah. That's crazy. Bro. So now we learn from what the show comes from. Now we get into the club that Saki is in. Yes. What Eden of the East is. Yep. Um, the members of this club, which I don't really remember all their names, like the the one who looks old, the girl who looks old, who kept talking about like, Forgot. yeah, the I don't know her name, but it was, it was just funny. She was when she was not his per- like when she said his personal forty four Magnum. Oh yeah, no. that shit was jokes. <laughs> and then I just thought it was funny when the um little homie that went out to dinner with Osugi. Talking about no one who has a dog is evil. And then I'm just thinking about all the prison school. No yeah, one who has oh, an ass that, man. Yo, that's a fact. It's, no it's, it can't, can't, be all all can't, be, can't be all bad. No one who likes crows can be bad. No one who likes sumo can be bad. Yeah. Um, but that, why was man just posted up inside the drawer like that? Because he's a creep. <laughs> talk, you about, talk about a neat. Like, yeah, right there. That nigga is a neat. Yeah. And, inside uh, of a neat. <laughs> but uh, also, the dude with the glasses, his name is Hirosawa. He reminds me of um the Quincy dude from Bleach. The dude with the glasses mm-hmm. from Bleach. Right, right, right. But, uh... He kind of reminds me of, uh... Was it... Was it is it Tenzo? Uh... Was, yeah, yeah isn't it Tenza Ida from, uh... My Hero? Yes, yes, yes. He kind of reminds me character of that. design? Yeah. Yep. Um... But it's... Now we understand the purpose of the club. We actually... Eden of the East being that, like, image search thing. But it's also, like, a social network in a way. Mm-hmm. Because all the information is, like... To get access to it, you have to put information in about someone. So, like, it's... It's, like... It's almost like a crowdsourced Google Lens, which is really cool when you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the application they had, and they were like, and it ended up kind of being a dating app because people are putting in all this information about people and stuff like that. And you give you everything yeah. that you need to know. And then now we get to the the twist. And it goes from, again, foreshadowing from the earlier episodes where um the doctor isn't telling Akira about what he was like before he lost his memories. Mm-hmm. Where he's like, I'm not going to let you know what you did. I don't really want to tell you how you were because what you're doing now seems different and the way you are seems different. So lean into that. And he also so didn't now, tell him about the, the kids either because Akira asked him, he was like, yo, did I actually kill the mm-hmm. the kids? And he was like, eh, I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. And um, so now if it goes from the episode before where it seemed like his whole thing was trying to reintegrate Nice into society, now he's talking to the Eden of the East group and is like, all right, we're going to do the fucking opposite. We're going to make them basically bow down to us and make them come to us, especially after what Saki had to deal with. Yep. He was like, yeah, like we're like when the boss says to people that the shoulders of society will fall upon. Right. So they're like, fuck it, we're going to make society come to us, which is kind of admirable, honestly. Niggas got funding now. Talk about thinking outside the box. Yeah. And then they also lean into that fact that he's not one of them. When Hirosawa was like, I don't know, like, I kind of don't want to do it because my thing was like, I'm a neat and I was fully, but I know I'm not the number one neat, so I was fully prepared to support them. And they're like, you're not. 
like you're like you're funny you're personable you have you're confident when you talk to people especially girls mm-hmm. like stuff like that he's like you're everything that we would want to be so he's like i find it hard that you're trying to relate but I, he was like this is this is how we'll change japan it should be it's very it's very interesting mm-hmm. like the whole the whole facet of like what the what the group was trying to do like literally yeah. starting as like a recycling group and these niggas like fucking transformed into Something crazy like some it, wild coder. Yeah, see how it goes, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying to the yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens with Osugi going forward because you know he's also like one of the one of the niggas in the group. Mm-hmm. And yeah, honestly, like mm-hmm. now they got fun. Now they got funding from um from Takizawa, mm-hmm. and uh, you know once it, once these niggas had the little handshake agreement and whatever, and um, yeah, like I have it written down. Like they're using society's hatred of needs to force the older generation's t- hand to treat the younger people better. Yeah. And now it's like we're gonna see in the next five episodes how they're gonna, mm-hmm. you know, you know, figure this shit out because shit, <laughs> shit's done. So, yeah, fake. And then at the end, again, fake as death. We found out she's a CEO, mm-hmm. and then she is known as the Johnny Hunter. So Johnny can you Hunter. look up what a Johnny means? Like I guess in it's Japanese a, slang or whatever. Isn't it just penis? Yeah, that's what I thought. Are we, are we just going with context clues here? That's what I thought. So too. why was he calling the skull things Johnnies? I don't know. So that's why I'm like, is it a slang term for just like a certain type of guy? Like, I, I, I want to know. <laughs> is it slang for um, dicks? But yeah, but her doing 20,000 is crazy. Like like you mentioned earlier. Those, like, are, definitely not, those are definitely not rookie numbers. Facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Urban Dictionary says Johnny's a condom, which I feel like I've heard. But I That's was, why I said look up Japan that, with it. Yeah. yeah. Japanese slang or whatever. Either way. 20,000. What does she do with them? Huh. Well, As, and I like she why? just puts them on the roof to be eating my crows, apparently. I was saying, and then like why? Like I would like to know like why she's There's so doing many this. questions about this character, like why she's a sell of sell. Like she clearly isn't doing anything positive with her money. And then like her like, and we know she's clearly a cutthroat CEO after she says, Get me a secretary that speaks Cantonese and French and went all right, don't come back here to the ones you had like, before. You, know, like, you, you can go home today, and honestly, yeah. take the rest of the take the rest of your career off. Like, oh shit, crazy. You know. Also, we met another Salasau. Uh, yeah. The uh, works at the military base. The yeah, yeah, yeah. but we don't so, get it. We don't you know, get a name. No, yeah. no glasses, man. That's what I have. Mm-hmm. Was he the Shot real? Per- was he was he the real person behind the missile attack? It could. Oh, well, he could well, be. He could be because he, he was there. The yeah, oh. especially after the information came out about the missiles being. Where they were from mm-hmm. when uh, he accidentally got them to got Jules to bully the um, the prime minister. Can we also talk about how um, he also might Ta- be the supporter. Takizawa was dead, just like you know, just shooting the breeze with Jewies, and he was like, "Yeah, you know, at, at some point, I, I kind of want to make the prime minister just say the word uncle." But like, obviously, <laughs> we understood the context of what he was saying. Yes, <laughs> watches the dudes. Put on channel eight. <laughs> he said, "Uncle, nigga, step up." And well, nigga, so the only it. thing he said at the podium, <laughs> "Uncle." All these fucking yeah. allegations, <laughs> uncle, uncle. Which is crazy. Like how fast Jewies works with yeah. Dude, this shit is anything. Insane. Like who the fuck is a supporter? And who is Jewies? Jews. I'm thinking. I don't think Jewies is like an AI anymore. No, I don't think so. No, I, thought I, thought it was I, I thought it was what like it, what, what, what they said that you know? she's a concierge mm-hmm. or yeah, whatever. Concierge. 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 I thought it was like a virtual concierge, like Jarvis, like for Iron mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, no, I, I understand. But now I think it might be a person. But like, how did things just happen so so fast, quick? dog? Like even when the 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 what is it did number you guys four watch, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Nope. Making me feel like uh, the the blonde chick's character, who she actually is. I forgot her name. She runs. Oh, on her own thing. she was running the art gallery. 
Yeah. Yeah. And how she has, like, basically ends up being the connection for all of that. Yeah. Like, it's one of those where it's yeah. like, yeah, she runs the entire behind the scenes of the world. Yeah. What if Jewies is the actual Mr. Mr. Outside? Mr. Outside. Could be. That would be a nice mm, twist. But I doubt it would be. That feels a little bit too obvious. But no, nah, it's like you even see, like, when, what is it, number four, the, the detective that ends up dying, the cop, mm. when he gets into that scuffle in the alleyway. And he has the uh, support unit come and shoot the people, like, just instantly. Yeah, yeah, I was like, damn, we're quick. I don't know, man. Shit is crazy. But, yeah, that's all I got for episode six. Uh, I thought, uh, you know, some good stuff here, and we're uh, primed to find out some more. So we got five episodes left, I think. We do. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Mm-hmm. We also still need to figure out why he cut his memory. What did he not want yeah. to... Remember, yes. and maybe, that is, that and is, is this a way for him to important. avoid the supporter? Yeah, because that's the thing. Like the thing can't tell if he's a supporter. He could be. I don't think it's pretty. Like it feels like it's leaning towards he definitely isn't, based on how the doctor got killed and stuff like that, and him reacting going, "You are the supporter." But we really don't know a lot. What if um, Homegirl's a supporter? Who? Um, the CEO. The CEO? What if Saki's a supporter? What we wouldn't know. Saki's not the supporter. She's not the supporter. I don't. I don't think so. Nah, uh, you don't not, think. She, you don't think they go that far left field. She's not, she not, she not so. built like that. Yeah. This girl literally wrote on a note of pastries. Leave me alone. Yeah, she's not the supporter. She. I thought you were gonna. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say the CEO at first. Nah, I think I that's like that, right either, now. Right I now, I don't think Saki's this. Right now, supporter. right now, that's the obvious. Choice. That would be wild. I mean, I, that I would think be a the twist. The only other twist that would be crazy of a supporter is if um. The dude with the glasses was a supporter, but I don't see that being either. But if Saki was know. a supporter, I don't think we. I, I don't think we met the supporter yet. To I don't be think honest. so either. I mean, again, like that's a, the the guy at the base. I really think he either did, did the missile strike, yeah, or he's a supporter. That's which, my theories currently. Which leads me to believe that these next couple episodes are going to be super plotty. Yeah, this definitely feels like um, this feels like all right. We're going into the the second phase of the show. Second so phase I'm of excited. MCU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Anything else, guys? Nope, that's it. No. That is it for Anime Book Club. So for next week, watch another three episodes again. So seven, eight, and nine. Um, Yeah, and that's it for us this week, episode 110. Make sure to follow us at Saratopi Sports on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, like the Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, do all the stuff, tell a friend and tell a friend. And you guys can follow me on Twitter at Offended Narwhal. Guys? Word to the wise, you know. Um, yo, don't be racist, man. Or homophobic. Or transphobic. Mm-hmm. Or, or uh, did I miss one? I think I missed something. Or misogynistic. There you go. Yeah. That, don't do that shit. Just be a better person. Yeah. Just be nice. Mm-hmm. Love people. Pretty much. But what if I hate people? Well... You the person that said nematodes are people too, so yeah, I nematodes. Yeah, which means nematodes are also a thing I hate. Wow, uh, it's yeah, a lot of contradictions here. It it is, but you know what? That's the beauty of this show. All I got is this. <laughs> nice. We'll catch y'all next week. I got ice in my veins. Walk like a champion, champion, champion. I'm so cold blooded. I fear nobody. Ain't no letting down. I won't let you down. Cause I got ice in my veins. I talk like a champion, like a 